You're listening to a special podcast produced by UMFM 101.5 in partnership with the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Running Thursday, July 5th through Sunday, July 8th at picturesque Birds Hill Park, Winnipeg Folk Festival is a celebration of people and music that has been one of North America's premier outdoor festivals for over 40 years. I'm Terry Stevens, host of Venus Envy, and this episode spotlights Jada Kelly. However dark the muse, Jada Kelly's music guides the listener on a prolific journey towards light and surrender. Swelling with vocal hooks and ambient guitar delays, her most recent release, Love and Lust, is an honest and compelling catalogue of infidelity, desire, betrayal, forgiveness, and human frailty. Receiving the 2016 Contemporary Singer of the Year from the Canadian Folk Music Awards, Jada continues to spend her time living and writing between Toronto and cities in the United States. Her body of work has earned a number of impressive worldwide reviews and radio plays, with tours across North America and Europe. You can catch Jada Kelly at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. She'll be playing on Saturday, July 7th at Spruce Hollow from 11.30 a.m. till 12.45 p.m. as part of the workshop Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves. She also has a concert on Sunday, July 8th from 11.15 a.m. till 12.15 p.m. also at Spruce Hollow. For the full lineup, a complete list of set times, to purchase tickets, and for more information on the Winnipeg Folk Festival, visit www.winnipegfolkfestival.ca. Welcome, Jada. Thanks so much for joining me today. Yes, thanks for having me. 
So you are coming to play the Winnipeg Folk Festival in July. Have you attended or played the festival before? I have not played the festival. Um, it's, it's one of those festivals that I've heard of my entire touring life, and any friends of mine that have played it have said it's one of the best experiences of their lives, you know, in terms of Canadian folk festivals. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. Awesome. We're looking forward to having you. Um, what kind of venues do you generally play in? Have you played like a folk festival before? We've played a, a few festivals. We've been um, Calgary Folk Fest and um, we've done a lot of Ontario folk festivals. Like uh, this summer we're doing Home County in London, Ontario. And um, But mostly when I when I play Winnipeg, I play The Times Changed or I play some type of you know, smaller theater venue that's put on by the Folk Fest. The fact that we get to play at Folk Fest this year and be part of the summer vibe is pretty exciting. Awesome. Yeah, it'll be a different experience for sure. Mm-hmm. So I want to chat a little bit about your most recent album, which was Love and Lust. Um, in one interview I read, you called it your jagged little pill, which, of course, popped out at me because that album by Alanis Morissette was quintessential to my teenage years. Oh, man, yes. <laughs> Every Canadian girl yeah. identified that album. Yeah. So, yeah, when we were making this album, I, I was going through some uh, through some, some personal heartbreak, and I just I wanted to make an album that was completely exposed and completely angry and and just let it all out. And um, I, was, I was nervous to see what people's reaction was, but to be helpful to all people that are going through the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I'm I'm working on a new album right now in LA, so uh, that's where I'm calling from today. Yep. But um, yeah, it was it was a really cathartic experience to make that album, and uh, yeah, hopefully I don't have to make something that angry again. <laughs> <laughs> How did you find the experience of like laying yourself bare like that? Like, were you worried about? about how people in your life would react or, you know, like women get pushback when we're angry, even though it's a completely valid emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to tame it. And I, I when I was, um, you know, it, this album dealt with a pretty long, long hidden affair, you know, um, and I just, I didn't want to push down any emotions or, or steamroll over anything or, or manicure it. I just, to be angry and uh, and I, I wasn't worried. I think I was just at that time I was reading an interview by Lucinda Williams in some music magazine and she said the job of the artist is to be vulnerable and honest and um, I was like okay I'm going to do it. I'm going to be completely honest and uh, you know if, if Dolly Parton can write Jolene then I'm going to write a song called Mariah because that was her name so mm. I just you know I went for it. Yeah. And do you find did you find that healing? Yeah, it's really, it's um, very exposing. But you know, it's something I've I've moved on from, and um, but it's it's it was very tour the album. We've been touring it for about a year, so um, nice to see it affecting other people. Mm-hmm. So that that's what moved me and, and makes me happy. Yeah. So you, as you were touring the album, do you find your relate like your relationships to the songs change? Yeah, I have noticed that. I characters now they're not 
real to me anymore. Maybe that's a way of distancing myself from it because, um, you know, it can, I'm sure it can be very painful for any musician to sing those types of songs every night. But um, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's it's a completely angry album. I think it's very forgiving too. So yeah, great. So just to go back maybe a few years. How did you originally get into music? Was that something that you've been involved with since you were a kid? Yeah, I, I was always singing as a kid. I was taking guitar lessons, violin lessons, and doing fiddle competitions. And, you know, um, I was in a million choirs at my church and I would do school plays. But um, it was my, my guitar teacher uh, that really taught me how to write. And he knew I had a very short attention span for my instrument. <laughs> so <laughs> it really became about songwriting. So I would come with new songs and he would workshop them and we'd record them on a cassette player. And um, yeah, this was all in Whitby, Ontario. And my, my guitar teacher is actually the the father of one of the good lovelies. So, okay. you know, that was kind of my childhood. Every Tuesday I would hang out with, with Caroline Brooks from the good lovelies and we were in choir together and, I had her to look up to when I was a teenager, but that's really how it started. Just, you know, started playing open mics and started making albums and touring and mm-hmm. living this crazy, wild life. <laughs> Musician life. Yes. <laughs> uh, has all your stuff been folk or have you experimented with other genres? Well, actually, um, my first my first uh, record that I ever sang or played on was a metal record. Um, I sing with this Canadian metal band called Protest the Hero. Okay. Um, and I've recorded on three or four of their albums. I'm I'm known to that demographic of those those fans as Kazaya. Um, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, that was it. Was kind of a you know I I don't really make metal music, but that's uh that's a part of my musical history too. But um, definitely the new album that I'm making now in LA is a lot more pop, and it's a lot, you know, it's, uh, it's fun, it's, it's danceable, but it's also honest and vulnerable and, you know, I'm, we're using the whole summer to write, um, mm-hmm. and, you know, at the end of the summer we're going to pick her top favorite songs from this collection, so I'm really looking forward to what's going to come out. Great. Do you have a sense of like when you're aiming to get that album out? Um, well, I hope in by the spring of next year, um, but we will be releasing a new EP in the fall. Okay. Um, another thing I've been doing this year, I've been writing music for this CBC documentary um, about prison inmates. It's called Met While Incarcerated. And so I, I, I wrote the music for this full film so that, that EP, that soundtrack EP is going to come out in the fall. Huh, interesting. Did you find that you had to approach that differently than how you approach sort of writing your music for your other projects? Um, yeah, writing specifically for a, a documentary or, or a movie, it was, it, was, it was different than how I usually make music, but I thought it was a really healthy experience because I could step outside of myself and write about the characters I was witnessing and listening to instead of my own personal experiences. Um, but, you know, there, there ended up being some similarity between the two anyways. I found parts of myself in those characters and was able to write from it. But it was a really positive experience, and um, the documentary itself is so beautiful. It's just It talks about 
these, these prison inmates that are on death row, and it kind of documents the life of their their partners on the outside. Huh. And, um, yeah, it was a very eye-opening documentary. And when is that coming to air? Um, well, it'll be premiered, I believe, here. Um, it's through the documentary channel and through CBC, but they're submitting it to festivals right now. Okay. So, yeah, we're just kind of sitting, standing by to hear. Cool. Uh, so you're originally from Ontario, but you've been spending a lot of time in the U.S., right? Like you've been yeah. in Nashville and you've been in L.A. What originally brought you all down there? Well, um, I have a, a lot of friends, a lot of Canadian songwriter friends, um, like, you know, Tara Lightfoot or Kelly Prescott, um, you know, Zoe Sky Jordan, all of, you know, friends of mine that are songwriters that are within my age bracket that have all started going to the States to write with people. And, and I think the, the attraction to that is that you're writing with people that are outside of your comfort zone. And, you know, I think Canadian artists have a very distinct Canadian sound and an authentic um, songwriting approach. But I think it's also important for any artist to, to write in new places. And even being in L.A. right now, um, and doing little trips every year, you know, it's just I'm I'm being paired up with producers that I never would have met uh, had I not come down here, taken that leap of faith, and it's and it's people that I have a really strong songwriting connection with, and it's just it's been a really great experience because I'm outside of Canada, outside of the Canadian music industry. There's a there's a whole world of American songwriters that that I look up to and. You know, I, I want to be a part of this world. I, I I love it down here as much as Canada is still my home. Mm-hmm. Have you found it weird being down there in the current political climate? Yeah, it's it's. Um, I was living in Nashville for about two years, and one of my neighbors had a a Trump election sign on their lawn. And you know, politics and religion in the states it's it's much different than Canada. It's, it's a different world in the South, especially, mm-hmm. you know, I think L.A. is a lot more liberal. But, um, yeah, it's I've de- it's definitely opened my eyes to how lucky we are in Canada. And um, even as artists, as musicians, the amount of grant funding that we have to live as artists and to record our music, a lot of my American songwriter friends can't believe that we have that. Hmm. And um, so it, it makes me feel really lucky to be a Canadian well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so are you doing any other shows over the summer? Any other touring? Uh, we're just doing a, a few shows. I'm, I'm mostly just living in L.A., making this new album. But, you know, we're playing Winnipeg Folk Fest and Home County Fest in uh, London, Ontario. And, you know, a few Toronto shows uh, at the Dakota Tavern, just like songwriter round type shows. But pr- keeping it pretty low key and um while I while I write this new collection of songs. Yeah. So what can people expect from uh, your performance at the Folk Festival? Well, um, at Winnipeg Folk Fest, I will have an entirely, uh, I'll have a Winnipeg band. Um, <laughs> I, I've been touring for the past two years with a Winnipeg trio called Sweet Alibi. Mm-hmm. And um, they're three of my best friends, and they're going to be on stage with me. Awesome. I'll also have... Um, a Winnipeg guitarist with me, Chris Ulrich, 
Um, I've never played with him before, but he, everyone says he's amazing. And I also have Liam Duncan on keyboard. So, um, yeah, I love Winnipeg. You guys Great. have the best songwriters in the world. <laughs> we like to think so. <laughs> you do. You really do. That's awesome. So lots of Winnipeg connections there. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been great talking to you. We're going to finish off with uh, one of the tracks that you sent us making. Sorry. We're going to finish off with one of the tracks you sent us make it easy, uh, which is off of the album Love and Lust. Can you tell us a bit about that song? Yeah. Um, make it easy was written for this album. It, it, it came out very quickly and, you know, over the, a half hour, and, and uh, it was the last song we recorded, and it ended up being the single for the, the album. And um, this is a song about feeling ashamed of, of your desire, and um, it's a song about forgiveness, too. Great. And there's a pretty interesting music video for it, is there not? Yes. I, um, yeah, we, we wanted to, I wanted to tattoo the lyrics on my skin for this video. Uh, you should go check it out. I, I wasn't trying to be a stop. <laughs> I just show the, uh, the vulnerability of of uh, of being in love, and you know, having the lyrics written on my skin. I thought really showcased that. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Jada. We're excited to see you at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. Yes, excited to play. Great. Thank you. I wanna drown the way I feel. If I do, does it make the heat less real? Sit up on me, pull my waist, watch the blood rush.
Terry Stevens, and you've been listening to a special podcast spotlighting Jada Kelly, who will be performing on July 7th and 8th at the Winnipeg Folk Festival. To hear more featured artists, visit umfm.com, and be sure to visit winnipegfolkfestival.ca to get tickets to this great event, running July 5th through 8th at Birds Hill Park. Oh, my heart.